Hey guys, welcome back to the Davisms podcast. So how y'all been doing? Week, I don't even know what of this pandemic. But, uh, how was your weekend? I know it's Thursday, I'm recording this on a Thursday. And the main thing, uh, that was kind of enjoyable over the weekend, I think it was Saturday. It was a nice sunny, warm day here in Connecticut. Like around 70 degrees. Uh, my dad and I went over to my sister's, did some raking. Okay, I think I did most of the raking. I raked the front of the yard of my sister's house. And my dad's like, oh, just rake the brown spots in the backyard. Yeah, the brown spots in the backyard are like 75% of the, <laughs> 75% of the lawn is, is, is a brown spot. But, uh, yeah, we raked everything out, uh, raked off, you know, the brown spots. Dad put down some seed. Uh, I don't know if he put some fertilizer during the week too because of the rain. So it was just really cool to just do, um, you know, when you're always going to a job every day or whatever it is you're doing every day, your regular routine, it's nice to do something different. And and the funniest thing is that, uh, speaking of raking, when I was a young kid, I used to rake my parents' house and they had a huge maple tree. Holy crap, thing was massive. Used to bring out, oh, I don't even know how many leaves. It was just crazy. They had a small yard, but it would just be packed with leaves. I would do my parents' house. I would do the next door neighbor's house. And then I'd do my grandfather's uh, in his house. Um, he had a huge maple tree, too. I think it was maple tree. And the what sucked was, well, the yard was kind of... Uh, on like a hill, so it made it a more pain in the ass. But the fact that the uh, the tree, you had to rake it twice because half the leaves would like fall, and then it wouldn't. The other leaves wouldn't. The rest of it wouldn't fall for so many more weeks. But you just wanted to get, you know, I don't know, whatever. You just have to do it twice. So I don't kind of miss. As a kid, I didn't like doing it, but I just did it because I had to do it. Um, but the funny thing is, you're older now, and it's like I kind of enjoyed. Uh, you know, just raking the grass at my sister's house. And I also trimmed some of the hedges. And then, uh, next day I felt pain all over my body because it's something I haven't done in such a long time. But it just makes you feel good to, to do something. You know, physical activity, hanging out, talking to my sister and my dad and just, uh, and my sister's dog. And, uh, that was just a really nice day. Nothing complicated, no, uh, you know, a lot of people like to go jump on a plane or go somewhere far for a vacation and do tons of things and, you know, schedule all these things. Um, I don't know, when I have to go away somewhere on a plane, I'm sometimes more nervous on vacation than relaxed sometimes. It just depends where I'm going. You know, if it's somewhere, uh, jumping on a plane and going away, it could be more stressful just because of the plane and just all that crap. Um, and then having to rent a car, I've got to rent a car and seeing things and trying not to miss certain things. And I don't know, you want the weather to be perfect and all that crap. Maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way. I know once this, this, uh, this virus crap is done, I'm going to take a days off and go somewhere. I don't know where maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know how it's going to work because I would usually take in the springtime, like now or before the end of May and go somewhere 
like Airbnb style, get a good room for cheap somewhere before the kids get out of school. But the kids are out of school and all the Airbnbs are pretty much closed because they don't want to, you know, obviously they don't want anybody to get a virus at their place or have any kind of lawsuits. So everything's kind of close. So it kind of screws up everything. The only thing I can think of taking time off to go away somewhere is, um, well, living in New England, I would probably go maybe take a trip somewhere in somewhere in Vermont that might not be as crowded in the summer. Uh, wintertime and fall are huge in Vermont because, you know, leaves in the fall, they change colors and people like to see the, you know, because Vermont is just, you know, not much, they're not big cities or anything, but they do have, uh, tons of trees and it's just really beautiful and mountains and hills and valleys and stuff like that. Um, so it's really beautiful in the fall. And in the winter, the big draw for Vermont is it's really known for skiing. So places could be crowded then. So maybe I'll go, I don't know. I'll, I figure we won't be going back to work till probably sometime in June. Um, and that's the thing. I'm kind of working on trying to find another job, but it's not that easy. Everything is on hold for everywhere, especially state jobs. And then um, I still uh, wanted to start a YouTube channel, just doing, just reading so people can fall asleep. You know, uh, I think I'll start that over the weekend. Maybe I'll start my first episode and, uh, I don't know what the name of the channel is yet. And then as a two-time cancer survivor, I wanted to start a, uh, I don't know, getting in fit channel of me just taking out biking adventures or whatever else. Um, I do have a YouTube channel, but I haven't done anything on it in eight months. And I don't know. It's so much easier on a podcast, just talking. I was actually almost thinking of shooting, you know, putting the podcast out like I do every week through my phone, but also videotaping it and having it available on YouTube also. But you know what? I don't, it's so much more difficult to be in front of the camera because you're worried about something getting messed up or the lighting's not good or the camera screwed up. It's just so much easier recording something uh, straight out of your mouth uh, into the airwaves. <laughs> but, no, it was nice. It was really nice to just uh, do some activity, be outside, enjoy the weather. Um, and today it was rainy. Today, uh, oh, God, I had to go down with my dad. Because last week we had brought my uncle's minivan. Michael happens to be in a nursing home and is getting, you know, getting better. Um, we had to bring it down. It had to have a, uh, a water pump put in it, which is the main, which is a big deal. So they did it and it was whatever the money was. And they did also a lot of, uh, recall work on a bunch of things that was, that part was free. And then my dad notices that there was water leaking out through the engine. So we had to go back down there, uh, yesterday and, that was yesterday. We brought it down and they checked it, but they said they had to keep it overnight and then they fixed it because I guess it was a gasket where the where the water pump was. So that didn't cost cost, cost anything because it was just something maybe it was a faulty gasket or who the heck knows when they put it together. They didn't quite have it right. So, you know, it was just spending time going down there. And then, and then actually before we picked up the, yeah, before we picked up the, um, 
but we picked up the van and we went to Michael's Michael has a farm so we were just hanging out at the farm uh cleaning out some Michael's house because like might have said it before he's a hoarder so we we're getting rid of filled up a trash barrel of stuff uh checked out the his cats there checked out the cats and uh a couple of turkeys were in the field probably five or six turkeys um so it's pretty cool it's nice out there it's a nice like peaceful place to be just get away from things um it's almost as if i don't know i saw it, it's funny i saw jobs uh in like wyoming doing what i do but for a bit more quite a bit more money but it's it's like when you're 52 uh, years old you want to leave your parents that are in their late 70s and start over or would you know would you feel guilty about that and i don't know it just seems like such a beautiful place it, having traveled cross country into a variety of states like places like montana colorado um arizona utah um where else new mexico it's just when you get out of new england you don't have the wide expanse of views only in certain areas and when i get somewhere where i can it's more open. It's almost like you feel smaller. And for some reason, I feel more relaxed and at peace. For some reason, and I can't really explain it. Maybe because I could see more. But it's just... I don't know. It's But like one of my, one of my friends always says, Well, if you move somewhere like in the middle of the country or whatever, won't you miss the ocean? Yeah, but I don't even go to the ocean. But he's always says, Well, you still have, you have the option to go to the ocean. <laughs> I don't know. I, I enjoy any kind of water, like rivers, streams, you know, lakes. I'm fine. I can, as long as there's some kind of water, I can like row a boat or something or go fishing. That's, that's cool. I mean, at least not to worry about sharks. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just nice doing some simple things. Um, it's kind of cool. And then I was, uh, I don't know if I talked about last episode, I was thinking to get a mountain bike. And it's just like, you know, whenever I buy certain things, I want to try to get the best value for my money. Um, I really would love to just spend 1800 to $2,000 on a mountain bike. But I have to back it off and say, well, how much am I going to use it? And, you know, I'm not going to do any crazy jumps. I don't need a full suspension mountain bike. So, I don't know, I was looking and then I... Uh, made a comment on a guy's YouTube video about, hey, what's a good bike? I was considering these, and he gave me a, a bike that was 1200 bucks. So you kind of rationalize it. Well, if I spend only $1,200, which is still a lot of money, but not really in the realm of bicycles, it's a decent bike. It's not, it's it's good. It's, it would serve its purpose. I can, you can always upgrade stuff, but that's things I think about. If I spend only 1200 instead of 1800 which I don't want to spend, so that's $600 of things I can buy to upgrade the bike or change or uh, buy a new helmet and buy some probably shin knee pads just for, uh, you know, mountain biking to protect yourself. So that kind of makes more sense. And the bike would be good enough because I don't have a mountain bike right now and anything would be better than nothing. But I just got to figure um, you know, how much am I going to really use it? That's the whole thing. If you're not going to use it a lot, then maybe I should spend even less. 
But see, being that I've had a variety of bikes over the years and tried different bikes, yeah, I just try to get the best quality components and making sure I'm not going to outgrow it. Like it's, you know, I'm not going to buy, I don't know. It's, I'm not a crazy person like I used to be. I wanted to, you know, put things on to make it lighter or faster or whatever. But now all I want is something that is uh, well-made, something that will be reliable and, you know, low maintenance and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I'm still thinking about that. But I'll probably buy uh, some upgrade parts from one of my road bikes, which won't be that much money. Uh, just to make it a little lighter and more comfortable, too. So I was going to talk about some other things, too. And it's so funny. Uh, as I was rambling off here, I forgot <laughs> what it was going to be about. Well, uh, I guess we can go into interesting things that happen. Uh, I guess as far as the... Uh, whatever you want to call it, the China virus, the COVID, the Wuhan flu, or whatever, anybody, you know, everybody's, everybody just says whatever, depending on what your political uh, standings are. But in, anyway, um, it's just kind of interesting that, uh, you know, the governors, certain governors are letting prisoners out, which I can understand if you have them, you know, it's a small crime, but, you know, one of the governor, Governor New York let out, was it six to eight, People that were, uh, I think it was uh, pedophiles and stuff like that. And really? So you're telling everybody else to hunker down and lock in, be locked in. But you can let these criminals that, this is the thing I've learned uh, in talking to various uh, mental health professionals, psychiatrists, psychologists. People that are pedophiles um, never get better. They, 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 never, they never take a medication or have a therapy and, oh, I don't think about kids in a disgust, in a whatever way they think about it, I don't even know. And I don't really want to know. Um, and, you know, you could get mad, but most people, there's something wrong in their brain for the way they feel. So obviously people get angry them right away. But if, you know, it's just how they are and there's no really changing it, it would be as if you were born without a right arm. And that's just how you are, and there's really no changing it. Although you could get probably a Luke Skywalker hand or arm or whatever. I always say Luke Skywalker because I was fascinated that, you know, in the second Star Wars, uh, when he lost his arm, I think it was the second one, they put a new one, new hand, arm, forearm on his side. So I always call it the Luke Skywalker arm. But it's really just like, you know, a mechanical arm or whatever. Um, I guess you can, you know, change that, but... Um, I just can't understand letting people out that could pose some kind of threat to children. It's kind of disgusting. And how easy people go along with that. Or even they had a they had a tip line in New York to call on people that were not social distancing. It's just it's it's almost like we're going backwards in certain things. It's very weird. But I guess the good things are that uh, I guess South Dakota is really opening up stuff because they don't, they were expecting all these cases. They didn't have really any. And, um, you have to open up the economy because one of the things I had read that the fact that they expect, I don't know, a, a lot of people to die of starvation. I think it was 
They had a, a hundred million people dying of starvation all over the world, supposedly. But because the virus shut all the stuff down and people in poor countries aren't even able to make a living, that it could be more like another hundred million on top of that. So you have over 200 million, 230 million people dying of starvation. So at what point do you go, we need to put people back to work, although you know people will die from the virus, but people will also die from starvation. They'll die from suicide because they're depressed and they're not getting out to see people or their families or their friends or coworkers or anything. So it's, it's not a position I would want to be in to have to manage that kind of situation. Um, you know, cause it's almost as if whatever you do and choices you make as a governor or the president, you know, people are going to sh- shit on you anyway, cause if they don't like you, they don't care. They'll find, Oh, well, four more people died and you're an asshole. And uh, you know what? Uh, I just, it's so easy to be a critic, but what would you do? I mean, instead of like spouting off, I probably say this all the time, instead of spouting off your negativity and whatever, why don't you say, well, you know, this is what I would try. You know, maybe somebody will listen to you or somebody will go, oh, okay, that's a good idea. We'll think about that. But everybody has to just be so negative about everything sometimes. It gets to be ridiculous. But, well, I guess the whole point of this talk was just to go out and maybe do something simple. Um, Turn off your phone, your TV, and just take a break from everything. And uh, that's why I plan to get one of my bikes out finally. I haven't been doing it. I haven't haven't even been outside except in the backyard uh, fixing a couple of uh, uh, my friend's uh, daughter's bikes. Just thought to work on a couple things. I ordered some tires, which uh, I was going to order tires from this place because they were so cheap. But the shipping was like fifteen to eighteen dollars. So that's stupid. That's a that's more than that would be another tire. But um, yeah, I'm gonna just go for a ride on uh, definitely Saturday and Sunday because it's supposed to be like near seventy. But I'll get up early and go out early and uh, get over with early in the morning, probably before seven o'clock. Just even though there's really not much traffic, but just to get out and do something and just like, uh, unplug yourself from all the information that you have at your fingertips. And that's something I probably say a lot too, is just unplug. Although sometimes it's hard for me because I like information. I, I love listening to different podcasts with people that I've haven't heard for a while, or it could be actors, they could be scientists, they could be comedians. Um, like a vast array of different things. Um, and then one other thing I was thinking about my uncle's farm. I just wish I could figure out a way to start some kind of nonprofit related to the farm. Maybe, but that's just a tough thing is nonprofits. It'd be nice to be able to, but it, I mean, farming is just a lot of work and people don't really have any idea. Um, there's a really good YouTuber uh, called the Millennial Farmer on YouTube. He's on YouTube. He's excellent. I mean, he he has a big farm in uh, Minnesota, soybeans, corn, I think. And there's even bigger farmers, and that you know, there's other people I follow in England and uh, oh god, uh, Canada, Canadian farms. They're tens of thousands of acres sometimes for certain things. It's crazy. I don't know how anybody, though, Michael's farm used to be a dairy farm, but 
dairy farming, it's, it's terrible now because they're dumping the milk. When you don't have, all, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of restaurants closed, they don't need anything. There's not, they need probably one-tenth of any of them are even opening to have, to need meat or certain things, chicken or whatever, or milk. Uh, so to be a dairy farmer has just always been a tough thing. And it's, it, to me, it's easier if you're planting crops to sell because at least obviously you have your fertilizer and you have to do a lot of things to the soil. Um, and you have to have a lot of equipment, but with cows every day, you have to milk them in the morning and then milk them at night or later afternoon. I think, I think it was six o'clock or seven o'clock at night. I forget. But that's every day. There's no break. I mean, if you're planting stuff or it's dead of winter, you can take time off and maybe go away for a week or two and, you know, do, you know, because you'll have time to do maintenance on equipment for the coming into the spring. But dairy farming never ends. Then you have to shovel the shit or scoop up the shit, do stuff with that, give the cow shots, make sure they're healthy. And if they have calves, you got to deal with that. It's just, it's not, it's probably, I thought I was thinking of that and I was like, I would never want to have to raise animals for farming because it's just so much more involved. Um, and you can't control that. It, it's just morning and night and then everything in between. I don't think I can do that. But I just wish I can have a nonprofit where I could plant some crops and maybe donate those crops to some local food pantries or, I don't know, or, I don't know, or sell them and donate the money to something. I, I got to figure something out. Just, just an idea. Uh, yeah, there's just there's something I was thinking about. Well, I have to head to bed because it's a little after 10 o'clock and I want to uh, try and get to bed early so I can uh, wake up early and get some walking in, get some exercise in, but I hope everybody's been doing okay. Um, hopefully next month, all this stuff will be winding down and maybe you live in a country or state where it's a little more relaxed and maybe things are kind of getting more back to normal. And if you're not, uh, just hang in there. Hope you're all doing all right. You know, treat people nicely. Cause I know people are acting like assholes sometimes, but, uh, you know, when somebody's an asshole, treat them even nicer, and then they'll get madder. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> well, everybody, have a good morning, a good afternoon, or a good night, wherever you may be. And I thank you all for listening to Davidism's podcast. And then thank you for the, uh, got a bunch of more uh, people listening uh, to me in the past week and a half or so. So I appreciate that. And I will see you very soon. And that's it. Adios, everybody.